God air, damn it. air all gone. One of the five air. signs of drowning. Air all gone. Air all gone. No moving. Floating at the top. God five signs of death. Hey, no head. That's right. Yes. All, no blood. All blood gone. All, all blood gone. gone. All burnt up. <laughs> So do we have a plan for today at all? No, I don't even honestly know what we're supposed to talk about. The last time we talked about it was Star Wars, right? And the description for the podcast was like, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. 26 grams One of them is like S-C-V-Y-Z is one of the lines. And I had a dude say, I think I know that guy. He's an old friend of mine from Poland. Hold up the vision board and be like, read the words off of this. I can't see shit. Okay, were you blind? <laughs> not words, it's letters. Not I forget words. what movie it was. It was a World War II movie with two pilots in it. And yeah, one the of the guy, pilots couldn't see. He couldn't see, so he had someone he like a nurse. He got disqualified. He had the nurse give him the board. or He, didn't know. he had the nurse give him the letters off the board and he memorized them. Well, no, what he did is he let his buddy go first. Mm-hmm. He read every single line. The dude had a solid memory, yeah. and then he went up second, couldn't see shit, but he remembered everything the guy in front of him said. Yes. Nice. Uh, I think it was the same Private Ryan, or it was like a you know, Pacific, there's a, it was one of those miniseries, Band of Brothers, but I think it was Band yeah, of Brothers. It was one of the ones on Pearl Harbor. I think it was, the, then it was the Pacific. Yeah, yeah. that was the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know there's a, a, oh, what's his name? Who's the guy, Million Dollar Baby, Gran Torino? Uh, oh. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. There's a movie he stars in where he has to fly a experimental jet from Russia or Germany or something like that, but it doesn't fly from regular controls. It flies from thoughts, <laughs> but you have to think in Russian. <laughs> you can't think in, in <laughs> English. You have to think in... <laughs> I only know two words in, Brit- in British. In Russian. In British. <laughs> the first word is hello. Good night, mate. Hello nope. is, is privet. Privet is hello. And then a birthday is... What about Nostrovia? Uh, vas, rasdinia. Rasdinia is birthday. Rasdinia. That sounds painful, rasdinia. is what that sounds like. I don't know, dasvidanya, because... Well, everyone who speaks goodbye. in Russian sounds like they're consistently constipated. So. Can we talk about Uganda Knuckles? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to that too. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. Welcome to the year 2018. I'm your host Chris with Dave and Nate. We had a, a wonderful winter holiday. So tagline for 2018 is going to be same shit, different year. <laughs> nah, bro. So many cool things have already happened this year. Like, I went to Disney World. <laughs> And then I was there for a couple of days. So one great thing happened to you in particular. Got a red. <laughs> yeah. Already better year. So what was your favorite thing about Disney? Uh, so like, there's a lot of cool shit that happened in general, but one of the things that I only got because I'm a huge Disney nerd, uh. I was able to keep one of the red time cards, which, if you've ever been to Disney World... That's how they determine how long queues are, is they hand out a red time card to somebody at the end of the line, and then when you get to the final line, you turn it into the ride operator. It's like he knows things. Uh, so yeah, 
I got up to the ride operator, and because I follow blogs and rumors and all that fun stuff, uh, I had heard that they're planning on phasing those out completely and tracking you solely off of magic bands, which are these awesome little NFC chip wristbands. Think that... of it like a Fitbit, but just for Disney World. Yeah, and they can track you everywhere. It's That's weird, not weird to me that Disney World, like as a theme park, operates as its own tiny country. <laughs> <laughs> and they want to track you at every moment, know where you are with wristbands. Yes, sounds but like an episode of Black Mirror. Because it's Disney, <laughs> we're okay with it. No, an episode of Black Mirror would be you. No stuck spoilers. On the it's a small world ride. <laughs> so on, it's a small world. By and the way, when you get to the end, the ride says "Have a nice day" or "Goodbye to you." It like individually. Yes. Yeah. I know. It tracks the shit it's out of It's also a form of psychological torture that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemies. What? Small world? Yes. <laughs> it's a small world What about? <laughs> what if you had to continuously ride? I won't keep singing ride? because if I sing for more than X seconds, then we get a takedown. It's not YouTube. <laughs> it's the internet, man. Everybody is nah, coming, I don't know. coming out of the woodwork. Podcasts are weird. Um, but yeah, they... Uh, How am I still eating these terrible cookies? <laughs> are they really that bad? They're not as good as they were when I started. But yeah, so basically I just mentioned that to the ride operator and she acted like she saw nothing and I walked away with my little red card. <laughs> and I have it upstairs. And so really you have happy. a red card from Disney World. I have an official time-keeping card from Disney World. That's pretty sweet. What if it's they awesome. show up at the door and go, hey, sir, you have something of ours? They don't have any tracking chip in it. You don't know that. You make it sound I, like I Disney also has like a private military company. Oh, like Disney and they doesn't just, like, have. Show up at your what house. the fuck do you think the Mouseketeers are? <laughs> they are singing, dancing, all-purpose weapons. Well, that's true. I Disney mean, is responsible. I'm pretty sure like every one of their Aladdins is trading Krav Maga or some shit. Disney is responsible for the last two biggest acquisitions of entertainment properties in the last Three. ten years. Yes. Three. That's right. Four. I, I technically. Keep forgetting about Pixar. But they bought Star Wars, they bought Pixar, well, they, they bought Star Wars, Pixar, and Marvel. Marvel, and now And the four Fox. is on the table, and that will be the yep. largest purchase. Yep. So, so you bet your sweet ass they got their own military. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're all the freaking Huns. <laughs> the Huns. Let's get down to business. <laughs> to defeat. Oh God, don't start. The Huns. Uh, so, Did quick... Do what? <laughs> He's gonna keep going. Don't. <laughs> That's a that great fucking song. Bring me daughters <laughs> when I asked for sons. Saddest. What? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy as the dragon. Yes. That's not racist. Eddie Murphy as the donkey. That's racist. Eddie Murphy as the sidekick. Oh hey, you want to go into real quick? Not super important, and we're not gonna go into it too much because it's stuff we don't really get into that much. Uh, you, you guys see that super, quote-unquote, super racist H&M ad? Yes. I didn't. Something about brown people getting upset, though. Basically. Well, you know what? H&M released a hoodie. Hold on. Before you say it, mm -hmm. what I've seen majority of, it's not, as Dave says, brown people getting upset about it. Yeah. No, H&M fucked the dog on this one big time. <laughs> <laughs> um, they released They're a Swedish company. an ad for new hoodies for kids. Um, Children's hoodies. Now, on in the ad, they had a white kid in a hoodie that was orange and had a tiger on it, and it said something like Hunter or something on there. Right? Uh, King of the Jungle, or no? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, they released side by side on that ad was a black kid in a green hoodie that said "Coolest Monkey in the Jungle." Uh. 
Now, all they had to do was have the white boy wear that shirt, and it wouldn't have been considered racist. Now, the funny thing is, this sparked so much outrage and controversy that H&M shut down all of its stores in South Africa after protest. Crazy. Uh, Let's not call them protests. Let's call them riots. Well, yeah, they kind of were riots. The other thing that's kind of funny about it, though, is that black people have been going to H&M stores... And purposefully acting like monkeys in their stores to pitch off, piss off H&M <laughs> and drive customers out of the store. <laughs> uh, both Weekend and, was it G-Eazy? Yep. Or as I like to call them, Geezy. Because uh, it's not G, it's not Jeezy, because you don't say Jif. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my thought process behind that. But I got uh, a straggler. Yeah, it, yeah. you know. A lot of people have different opinions on it. It's a... It's... A, Sounds like something people are blowing away at proportion. Well, there was also another thing recently that was very similar, and a lot of people were calling it... Uh, oh, what was it? I don't remember how people are wording it. Basically, it's like, hey, stop trying to focus this on this like yeah. it's something racist, when it's really nothing. Yeah, yeah it's um, really an accident. Not even an accident. Like, it's, well, really, it's, it's a design. In all honesty, and I, I can understand... From the company aspect, this is a company that is is located and run in Sweden. It's a it's a country that doesn't use the same terminology, have the same history as obviously America Sweden, and other countries. Sweden. Sweden is predominantly white. I think you can just say Sweden is white. <laughs> Sweden is pretty white, except well, for because it's all fucking descendants like, of Vikings. Except for their recent immigrant crisis, which is like destroyed half the country at this point but that's all are brown you, why are you blaming the immigrants because uh when you export people from, nate talking to the mic please <laughs> it's all, when you it's, export a bunch of people from like a culture where it's normal to beat and rape women and that he slowly turns law, away from the mic do you see that? then uh, <laughs> then are we talking about Indians? you've got a problem no we're talking about people from the middle east <laughs> oh yeah that too germany had the same problem parts of the uk had the same problem before brexit so it's fucking Brexit. Like it's nothing to say. Like okay, brown people are inferior and they're savages. It's saying these people have one culture. You're exporting them into a first world Western country. They're not just going to immediately assimilate to that. And I this still... is why we're letting Nate talk about this because he can say brown people without sounding super racist. <laughs> I still think that some designer somewhere did not intend to start a freaking race riot over a coolest well, monkey in the jungle hoodie. I'm yeah. sure I would wear a hoodie that said "coolest monkey in the jungle" if the monkey right? on the hoodie. Was looking dope. I'm There's sure no they monkey didn't. on and the That's hoodie. something that people talk about all the time when it comes out of this thing: is impact versus intent. Fucking yes. like, the impact monkey. is severe. Bringing it back, but I'm the intent it back. was not. Mm, yeah. Well, that's the other thing that is: is which side do you weight more? Do you weight intent more, or do you weight impact more? And how do those two things practically affect the world around them? The other thing <laughs> is, if someone comes out and says it was not my intent, then the impact should not. Uh, it does. It's unjustified mm. at that point. Well, that's the if thing. they don't clarify though, and then you can't be sure. Well, H and M did release an official apology already, so. Well, I mean, I, they should. Well, then I think that general. the impact should be lessened, and I think that the people yeah. that are going above and beyond should be punished appropriately. I treat this hey, as I treat all. Let's talk about something else that stories people anyway, came out and apologized about. Week as soon as the next big controversy rears its head, so. There was a big controversy today. If you want to talk about some pressing world news. Oh, I was going to talk about some stupid YouTube controversy. Did you guys bullshit. hear about Hawaii? No, what happened? Oh, I heard, yeah, the whole I saw tweets. This morning, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This morning in Hawaii, which was about six hours ago, because they're like six and a half hours behind us, uh, there was a 
an Amber Alert type of alert that went out to every single phone on the island, Hawaii Island uh, network. That said there was an That said there was an incoming ballistic missile and that it was not a drill. And they said to get safe, get to safety. Well, this caused panic, hysteria, people driving 100 miles an hour, freaking people huddling in their basements, <laughs> like kissing the, you know their loved ones for the last time, calling their, their friends and family and telling them that they're not going to make it. People posting vlogs like, well, it looks like it. If you're Life watching this, good. I'm probably dead. 30 minutes later, they push out an alert that's saying false alarm. Yep. Which is ridiculous. I don't know how so you get it ridiculous. that bad. And they blamed it on a technical error. If your technical error is sending out warnings for ICBMs, then you need to fix your shit. <laughs> That's so scary. Like, people were calling their friends and family, like, calling their friends sure. all over, around the country, because going, we're going to die. If you're driving 100 miles an hour in Hawaii, then you've left the island twice. So. <laughs> There's four islands. <laughs> yes. But everyone, you can't drive between islands, Dave. There's water there. <laughs> Maybe if you go 100 miles an hour, you can drive between islands. Right, I play just cause. We need to freaking Bojack Horseman this and build a bridge from California to Hawaii. <laughs> can we not bring up stupid TV shows? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you, are you triggered by Bojack? <laughs> triggered. Um, I'm triggered by Will Arnett. <laughs> Speaking so, of yeah, TV Hawaii, shows. Hawaii, oh, okay. the entire state of Hawaii got so, an alert. Wait, what's this YouTube thing that you're going to talk about? Oh, so it's been a while now, but because we haven't been, we haven't recorded, haven't been able to talk about it. Uh, if I got an alert like that, what would I do? Fucking freak out. Probably play with my dick. <laughs> World's like, ending. Time to jack it. Be like, this <laughs> is well, it. Might as well enjoy it while I'm going. <laughs> yep. Uh, like, Logan Paul. going to pay for porn. <laughs> Have either of you heard about anything yes. about Logan Paul? Not only did we hear it, but we watched it. We you watched, watched it. that video? Yep. Yes. Oh, I didn't entirety. watch the video. <laughs> yep. How bad was it? It was terrible. bad. <laughs> oh, okay. I was waiting for one of you to be like, it wasn't too bad. But, yeah. Uh, Logan Paul, done fucked up. Yep, got dropped by YouTube. Finally. That's big. one of the bigger issues. Is that YouTube didn't drop him right away. It took too yep. long, in a lot of people's opinion. Because a lot of people are drawing comparisons between the Logan Paul video and... The Wall Street Journey PewDiePie thing? Yeah, yep. the PewDiePie being so a Nazi. the PewDiePie... N-word thing from PUBG, actually. That has nothing to do with it. Google dro- or YouTube dropped oh, yeah, PewDiePie YouTube dropped before, PewDiePie before, before the N-word that. controversy. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, the N-word yeah, controversy... They dropped him over the Hitler thing. Yeah. yeah. That he basically had... I mean, it was stuff taken out of context, but... Yeah. It was like four or five episodes of vlog that were taken out of context. Individual moments from episodes taken out of context, yes. You could easily make all of us sound horrible people. Yeah, I said some terrible shit the other day when I was playing Overwatch. Oh, yeah. If somebody clipped that, that would be in a... Wait, in live? On the thing? Yeah. Dave! I what? apologized. We, we talked about this. I what? apologized. What did you say? Nothing. What words? He didn't say anything, but he said some pretty terrible <laughs> shit, apparently. I don't know. We'll just have to go and watch the fucking VOD. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I said... <laughs> Hey guys, sorry I gotta go. My son just told me he's gay. He did say that. <laughs> we were looking, a guy asked us after a threes match if we wanted to stay as a team, and I was like, I really don't want to stay with a team with anybody. I'd rather just cycle through randos all night. So Dave, in his fucked up way, thought of some excuse to let this guy go. And so over to chat, easy. he says, Sorry, I gotta go. My son just told me he's gay. Uh, <laughs> and I straight died for about five minutes. <laughs> and then I said, because I have to go support him and love him unconditionally. 
<laughs> oh, that's not bad. I thought you dropped fictional certain words that... <laughs> you thought I said something crazy? Or offensive. That is offensive! That's really not offensive, because you said you were gonna... You had to go talk to your yeah, gay son I, I and support him. That was a good thing to say. Yeah. Did he? What did he say? We say, oh... He didn't say anything. I backed out too fast. Nice. Immediately. <laughs> but yeah, Nate died. I did. <laughs> Because I was just thinking to myself, like, of all the things he could have like, said, he could have like, said, like, he said anything. He could have said, like, I gotta go eat, I gotta go to the bathroom. My son's gay. <laughs> 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 he said, my son's gay. So I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> so, uh, but the Logan Paul video, back in to what we particular, is when I watched, like, the entirety of it. It's like the equivalent of, I could have think like all the places Logan Paul could have traveled in the world. He pretty much has license to go where he wants. I mean, he's YouTube famous and has money, right? He's rich because like, he's this a is dick. like if Logan Paul went to the middle like fucking Ghana with a bucket of fried chicken and watermelon and started like fucking like crip walking around the goddamn city. <laughs> I like, think <laughs> that he went to a place. I mean, you're talking in, in vague analogies. I think I would just talk about it how it is. He went to a place known for something and expected to not find what that place was known for. Yeah, he specifically went to He went to a, a literal suicide place forest. called the, that is the nickname Suicide Forest. He found that person and then, like a normal human being would do, like, turn off your phone, call 911, report it, leave. He kept rolling... He did laps around the guy. He didn't uh, laps around. He lapped about it the entire time. I saw him somebody actually friends. trying to be like, "Well, you can't blame him completely because there's an editor that does that. He probably didn't even see the footage." Anybody that is running a channel would definitely want to. He look definitely through saw that the first. footage because yeah. the video starts with the 60 seconds there's... afterwards. It's an epilogue that he put at the beginning. Saying, I saw something that no one's ever seen on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing you guys something that's never been on YouTube before. There's no artistic... Trying to, you know, be, bring good vibes. Blah, 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 blah. You've been warned. This video is disturbing. This, this there, there's no... First of all, there's no he artist what in he was history doing. who has edited works that isn't sent a proof before it's published in the first place. He was trying to get a viral So video. if you're on YouTube and you're not editing your own videos, then... Yes, you're being sent a proof of that video before you actually before upload live. it. Yeah. Now, Logan Paul knew what was going to happen, right? What he what he expected to happen <sighs> is people get a kick out of this, and I'll get a bunch of views and go viral. The exact and, opposite. And everybody's happened. looking for the next million view videos, yes. the next ten minute plus million view videos. Exactly. Because ten minutes is the advertising. Ten minutes is the advertising block. I was going to say. Speaking of uh, speaking of, oh fuck, my mind's blanking. Speaking of. Million view video. Uh, the first episode of Game Grumps Doki Doki Literature Club just hit a million views. Oh, I can't watch so that. So we need Neither to do I. that before yes. everybody else is done watching Doki Doki Literature Club. The, the um, the other thing about Logan Paul video was not just the suicide forest thing, but everything that led up to that. His journey to the suicide forest through Japan, basically being a dick through his entirety of staying there. If you go to a place that has Especially if you're going to cultural centers of Japan. I can understand if you're in downtown Tokyo going to like a shopping mall and you want to fart around. San Francisco. But if you're going to cultural centers of a foreign country, you would sort of be expected to show some respect towards that culture. Yeah, correct. Right. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's not just a. It's he's like, like making jokes every ten seconds. You wouldn't go, like I said, like you wouldn't go to like somewhere in Africa, right? Throw it at our dashiki and start talking in an African accent immediately. That's ridiculous. Let me show you the way. <laughs> yes. Let me show God you damn it. Way. Speaking. Of, uh, so, what <laughs> game is that, by the way? VR chat. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> VR chat is ridiculous, and uh... VR chat gives you an avatar. There are three D models in, in my community that are allowing you to tune your avatar and make it what you want. That's why you keep seeing these ridiculous videos. Yes. Okay. The the, the best thing is you got a knuckles has no set size, so people either scale him up or scale him down. <laughs> I love all the little mini knuckles and. Oh size. yeah, Sonic's. The, the classic one is a small one, but people have also made like gigantic. You got a knuckles. Yeah, they're like jacked. <laughs> no they're like Hulk smash. You got a knuckles. <laughs> People have also, someone made a very funny one. It was, uh, you got a Knuckles in a tank wearing like a Russian hat with a little Russian flag. <laughs> and he had a soundboard set up to just scream ridiculous Russian phrases and then oh blast God. like the USSR national anthem. <laughs> That's America. That's <laughs> not even the national anthem. <laughs> but, uh. Vodka. You got a Knuckles became a very. I think it will burn out just as fast as it came to prominence. I don't think it's... Are you sure? Because I've never seen people around. getting tattoos with it, man. Well, I, that's a, I saw people at MAGFest. A dude right after MAGFest literally went to his local tattoo shop, posted on the on the Facebook group. He got a tattoo of Uganda Knuckles, do you know the way, on, your, on his leg. On my leg? And then his buddy... I didn't get a tattoo on my leg. Well, no, his buddy then got the same <laughs> tattoo as My well. leg. <laughs> I, um... Back to the Logan Paul thing. I think that his attempt... To stir up controversy is tactless. I think that anybody who would want to hire a social media influencer or recruit them to work on a project should yes. should see that video of, of him and and know exactly what he's about and uh, you know know the kind of person he is. It doesn't take much. Yes. <clears throat> to realize what kind of person would, would do such a thing to show a dead person like con yeah. consider the stress and the strain that, that you put on that person's family and their loved ones somebody who's obviously going through a hard time yeah um, I mean it's got far reaching implications yeah and, and that's the problem right is like not only did he damage himself in his own career he damaged the image of other social if, media influencers. If, if I were the family of that guy, yeah. I would sue the fucking oh, yeah. pants well, off of that Well, you damage his family. You damage Defamation. other people. Suicide is actually a huge problem in Japan to begin with. Yeah, because That's they work, people get worked to death. People get worked to death. Japan has a history of mental illness that they don't deal with very well. They don't deal with They deal illness. with it worse than the U.S., and the U.S. And is one of the worst and developed countries. And they have unsafe working thing. conditions and unsafe work practices. Yes. I mean... They have just don't fuck with the train. Or your family has to pay there, for it. There's everything. a lot of stuff basically that happens in a Japanese person's life that would make them consider suicide, but elsewhere as well. And to see someone, I mean, consider the reach that Logan Paul has, right? Millions of YouTube subscribers, right? Out of those, you can guarantee that some of them have had some su suicidal ideation at some point in their life. Imagine that someone that they follow and they actually admire then laughs at Make, essentially what is their problem. Suicide, yeah, like. You have now damaged so many people in a way you probably never even considered even after you did the apology video. He did two apology videos. <laughs> yes. Both of which I heard were still bo bullshit. They were bullshit well, they and were. they were both monetized. I mean, when you do... He said, I'm not monetizing this video in the mm -hmm. epilogue of the original Suicide yes. Force video. First of all, if you do an but apology video... But then he took that video, or that video got removed, he didn't take it down. They got removed. No, I no, no, he took it down. I have the original. Um, um, YouTube... 
that and that was a big part of the why people are against YouTube. YouTube did nothing. Yeah. He yeah. pulled the video down himself. And then he put out after two, he made put out two apologies. Or, yeah. Which are both yeah. BS. They're both cookie cutter corporate style apology videos. Um, I had no idea the impact this would have. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm so stupid. I'll never do this again. White privilege, am I right? <laughs> I don't know what that last part was there, but sure. <laughs> to me, it's just a matter of, if you're going to apologize, apologize from a place of sincerity and sh- follow through in your actions on that, right? It, it's Why getting would harder, you monetize... and harder to find that video. I hooked... I still have it, if you want to see it, Chris, but I hooked... Oh, I'm good. I never want to see it. But why, why would you... First of all, monetize... Nate goes, yeah, I missed the video. I really wanted to see it. I'm like, I got you, fam. An apology video, like, for me, when PewDiePie apologized, for example, right, he didn't monetize the video, it was a short and sweet apology saying, you know, I'm sorry, I fucked up, I'll try not to do this again. That's all you can do in an apology, right? Yeah. And then if you decide to keep on trucking after that with a YouTube channel like PewDiePie did, then great, that's good for you. Well, and PewDiePie, but, he, like, he took it to to the Wall Street Journal article, guys, and, but he was, he was very sincere that... That it was never his intention to come across the way he came across. Yeah. That what he did was for entertainment. Yeah. And, and while he may have crossed the line and he recognized that he crossed the line, he apologized for doing so. Yeah. Logan Paul's like, I'm going to show a dead guy. Fuck the lines. And then, yeah. quote unquote, apologized. Now, yeah, the he, lines, the, the dude has no lines. The, no, he, he grabbed the line and played fucking jump rope with it and didn't expect any consequences for that. Yeah. <laughs> And so enough with this douchebag. Yes. I'm pissed uh, off that he. The last thing I'll say is I'm pissed off that he follows his his social media followers. They're called the Low Gang, because <laughs> his name is Logan. Yeah. So he calls his group the Low Gang. Nuke it from orbit. The Low Gang. <laughs> Nuke it from orbit. He can't. There's his a brother, lot of them, and they're all over the place. His brother's got Team Ten, and he's got the Low Gang. Oh God. And this is the thing Arm a lot of people talk about: the fact that <laughs> everybody enjoyed him when he was on Vine. That's yeah. where his followers follow. Yeah, uh, they can only take him in six-second increments. Yeah. Um, Any more than that, you realize what a douchebag he is. So, so just quick, ha- I guess happy, or I at least find it entertaining in a good way. Um, Super Meat Boy released, ported over onto Switch on the 11th, I believe. Oh, cool. Uh, and later that day, or within the first day. Uh, the team meet in Ed McMillan uh, tweeted out saying that the sales for Super Meat Boy came o- or almost matched or came shockingly close to the debut on Xbox 360. That's impressive. Back in 2010. Yeah. That's great. That's good for yeah, them. Because I'm sure that... it doesn't take a lot of work to port. And the best part is they're putting out Super Meat Boy forever. Not like couple of weeks from now i think maybe yeah um because that looks amazing it looks so much like higher quality isn't and all it that. it's just two guys right uh it was i'm not sure if it's still just two guys yeah. but it, that's crazy that two guys can make a game and basically become millionaires yep, yep. Now the uh switch has lately become kind of a port city but it's a good thing because <laughs> well that's because <laughs> this is the first time in nintendo's last decade that Developers are lining up to port things to their console. Mm-hmm. How many people lined up to port things to the Wii with motion controls? Zero. Zero. How many Not people only that, lined up to port things to the Wii U? Zero. They're porting it because they want to. Obviously, they're seeing people have success with like Ubisoft yeah. in uh, the was it Rabbids game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're obviously seeing that other companies are having success, so they're testing the waters with games that they already have. All they have to do is tweak it so it will run on a different console. To be honest, I think the biggest thing that Nintendo had going for it 
um, in far as in regards to ports, is that Skyrim came out and was a huge success on the Switch. Mm-hmm. People realized that like, oh, it can play Skyrim, yeah. then it can probably play my game. Well, yeah. well, it's like, hey, this plays Skyrim and Doom, and they're putting Wolfenstein out. <laughs> yeah. Now to see full blown AAA releases ported to the Switch is a pretty. My question thing. is, where's Dishonored? <laughs> I want to play Dishonored I don't on the know go. If we'll ever get Dishonored. Oh my God! If there was a Dishonored triple pack with both games and the expansion, <gasps> one, two, two and a half. You just well, want... technically it's like one and a half, two. two and I, half. I, I see. Yes. I see you game here, Chris. You want some Dishonored amiibos? <laughs> oh my God! Now I do. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until now. I have a cereal box amiibo, Nate. Of course, I would want a Dishonored amiibo. <laughs> I have two. I bought two boxes of Super Mario cereal. One to eat and one to keep. <laughs> I always... <laughs> always? I, I would. I always find it, like, great when someone releases, like, a marketing cereal. Yeah. The fact that you can market something through the power of breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Breakfast gets everybody to buy it. <laughs> Best part of waking up is sugar. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of games... Speaking of, Speaking of games, awesome games done quick was this year, was this month, was this week. It's done, right? <laughs> Tonight's the last night. As of last check, they were at $1.6 million. Probably close to $1.7 million or I was going to say, if you, it fits $1.6 Yeah, it was like, it's probably going to be $1.7 million. Um, they are not done. They have, uh, for the first time in the last four years, they have no Metroid. So, the biggest incentive... Why is that? Because they want to give it a break. People were tired of it. And because the biggest incentive, every marathon was always save or kill the animals. It was a bid war. Yeah. And for those who don't know what Awesome Games Done Quick is, I'll explain it very briefly. It's a speed run gaming marathon where gamers come together. And they set up a stage. Um, most of the time it's in a hotel, a, a nice big hotel room with, uh, with <clears throat> lots of conference rooms, lots of capacity. Um, that way they can seat and, and, you know, <clears throat> actually throw a, a decent event for hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, it's an event that's attended by few, but the benefit of being attended by few and the power of the internet gives it the ability to be broadcast live on Twitch. And for one week straight, two literally times a year. seven straight days, two times a year, it is retro games, it is classic games, it is new games, it is awful games... It is PC console from every generation, um, done very quick. They play Mario, they play Zelda, they play Sonic, they play terrible games, they play Animorphs, they play Crash Bandicoot. Animorphs? Yeah, they played an Animorphs Animorphs? Game Boy game, yeah. (laughs) I'm so jealous right now. Uh, yeah, it was bad. I think the, uh, the guy beat it in, like, 35 minutes. (laughs) That's great. Um... They use a variety of glitches, they use a variety of methods, depending on the game, to, to... some people say cheat, but when, when you're talking about speedruns, you have to think that there are basically these qualifications whenever you're speedrunning a game, trying to play a game as fast as possible. Um, and the main qualifications are, are any percent, which means you're allowed to do whatever you want to try and beat the game as fast as you can. And those runs are generally a lot more broken. And then there are 100%. And 100% runs normally require you to beat the game in its entirety, which means you can't skip over huge sections like you can in the any percent. And those run. are the ones I watch the least. Any percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, me too. I like any percent runs. There's some because there's just some of the shit that people can do in any percent is ridiculous. Um, but they have an ongoing marathon. Um, they have incentives 
So certain games, for example, like say Pokemon, where you can name your character, will give you the ability to put money up uh, via a donation, and all of the money they raise goes to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Uh, but they have incentives that allow you to basically bid money on in, you know, things like naming characters, uh, things like uh, saving or, or killing a certain character in a specific game, um, doing a glitch exhibition for a certain game. Like if you want to see the game broken all to hell, uh, you know, they'll have to reach a certain donation those. incentive. Yeah, so there was a Zelda one today for uh, or a Final Fantasy one. For Final Fantasy IV, a glitch, a nuke town exhibition, glitch exhibition. But they needed to have raised... $25,000 by the time the game starts in order to do the glitch exhibition. And I think they met it, but I didn't watch it because I was watching playoff football. Because that was more important. Not really. Because we're not <laughs> playing. Who gives a shit? Well, the playoff football I can pretty much only watch this weekend. AGDQ will have VODs because it's broadcast live that I can watch later. Which, hey, shout out to AG, AG, AG Games Done Quick. <laughs> Can, can you guys please trim your VODs? Yes, and start the VODs when the game starts, not when the last game ends. It's they did like this last year. So much. They bookmarked every VOD and timestamped it and uploaded it to YouTube, but the start of the VOD wasn't when they start the game. The start of the VOD is when they ended the last game. So there's like a minute or five I've of had one where there's like ten minutes of nothing. Of setup, of just people <laughs> reading donation comments. Nobody wants that shit. Anyway... The controversy this year about AGDQ was was very, very high. Uh, chat has always been, Twitch chat has always been bad. They're always racist. They're always assholes. They always spam memes. So what they did this year is they turned off plebs, pleb chat. It was on sub mode the entire time. So the only way to talk would be to subscribe to their Twitch channel. Really? With Twitch Prime, it makes it easy because a lot of people have free subscriptions. Mm -hmm. But... A lot of people don't. So in order to interact in chat, you would have to pay five dollars. That's effed up. The other thing, the the re other thing, the main reason why they were banning Twitch chat is because there was a lot of controversy. Because for whatever reason, and I don't know why, um, and I'm okay with it. I have there no 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 qualms with this next statement. But the speed running community attracts a lot of transgender people, mm -hmm. and there's no particular reason why. I don't understand why there are so many. And why yeah, I never really understood that either. So many specifically in speedrunning. But I'd say over the last week, probably 10 or so of the runners or the commentators that are, you know, event staff have been transgendered. And people, especially the kind of people who meme in Twitch chat, go fucking ham and they do, you know, obscene things. They're and assholes. say obscene things. They do the, mm -hmm. yeah, they're assholes. So <clears throat> people complain in the subreddit and in Twitch chat. That they're censoring, that they, they should be more open to people, and they should allow people to say what they want. People are saying really rude and insensitive things. Yeah. In paying to say that. But it's also like ADGQ is not, their Twitch channel is not like a, spe a free speech forum. It's there to speed run and collect donations. <laughs> so if you're reasonably being a huge asshole to people who are doing just that then you probably shouldn't have a space to talk about it anyway. <laughs> the other controversy was they got rid of the crowd cam this year. Mm -hmm. Crowd cam in between games is a big part of the event. It like shows you the people that are that are there in the audience. Um, it's a nice change of pace. Um, people, especially the regulars, people that are there all the time, um, they kind of uh, you know make an appearance and show up. There are guys like DS Dad, who's a regular. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to Google it. 
DS, DS Dad is there, and and uh, Spike Vegeta is there, and Big John is there. So all these like regulars, but no one knew because the crowd cam was disabled because of one clip from the end of AGDQ last year where someone was seen sniffing a chair after a hot girl got up. So here's what happens: hot girl, nine out of ten. No business being in a speedrun marathon. It's in the front row on the crowd cam in between games. So a runner has just finished Hold completing up, Dave. their game. I just want to say, she can have business there. She can do what she wants. She can like whatever the fuck she wants. It's a free fucking country for She had no now. business being at a freaking speedrun marathon at like 3 a.m. There's Maybe crowd she cam likes going now, though, by the way. It looks like they brought it back. I was getting there. Oh. Sorry. So here's what happened. <laughs> she gets up. Gentleman in the seat right next to her stands up. As soon as she leaves, probably 10 seconds after she leaves the frame, he gets down on one knee right next to her chair and looks down at her chair. And people in chat clip that, Twitch clip that, that 30 seconds, and was like, oh my fucking God, chair sniffer guy. That's ridiculous. OMFG. What they didn't show is the rest of the clip where you see him struggling for another 30 seconds because he's grabbing his water bottle that fell underneath his seat during the previous run. Oh, my God. But people took that clip and spammed it all over the subreddit, spammed it all over the internet about the, you know, speedrunner, speedrunning chair sniffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know what the... Halfway through oh. this marathon, enough people complained about Crowdcam that they brought it back. Nice. Uh, do you know what the finale is actually this year? The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. It is all quests. It's all main all quests, quests. And I think it's a no race. No amiibo. I think it's a race between multiple runners. No, it looks like it's just one guy. No, I think it's multiple. I like how they have saved the baby Yoshis or killed the baby Yoshis. <laughs> yep, that's one of the incentives. And, uh, huh, the maybe I'm wrong. Well, yeah, that's why I'm like, it looks like there's one commenter and one guy running. Hmm. Or whatever. All yeah, this was a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually it'll say it's race no right kid, there. No Star Wars race. Uh, so yeah, no, it's a. So a, yeah, this year Legend of Zelda is the finale. I might have to stay up all night. <laughs> Legend of Zelda is the finale this year, and like I said, they normally do Metroid every year, and there's a, a group of like of animals in Metroid where you can either. Leave them be, and you let them get blown up as the ship is exploding, or you save them and get them into an escape pod as the ship so is exploding. So the reason behind it... The reason why that's always been the incentive is because it's a speedrun community. You want to go fast. Yep. The thing that's faster is leaving them and letting them die, yeah. killing the animals. Because the more creatures on screen, the, the frames drop. Yeah, the game runs slower. Yep. Less performance. So <laughs> people say, kill the animals, save the frames, go faster. So that's always been the incentive. And it, it gets really crazy, like... I'm talking it's like ridiculous. people will donate $100,000 just to play this tug of war on both sides. Just to kill the animals. <clears throat> so like somebody donates $1,000 to kill the animals and then the next day, you know, it's like 1500 to, you know, 500 and then somebody donates $2,000 to save the animals and then the next day like and it goes on like this all week. By the end of the week it's like 55,000 to 60,000, you know, it's crazy. Yes. And it's all money donated just to just to go to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. To go to the PCF, right. Yep. It's all money donated for a good cause. Yeah. Well, I like AGDQ, the last thing that I'll say, and then you guys can talk about it, because it's held twice a year. It shows people just destroying games from my childhood that really, really 
sometimes piss me off. <laughs> well, destroying games from our childhood in games that even now we still love. It's true, and but and the the speedrun community, speedrunning is such a heavy skill intense, uh, especially when it comes to certain games, uh, uh, hobby. It's crazy to see how good people are at destroying my childhood. Yes. Yeah, I personally cannot speedrun games, but there have been multiple cases where I will see somebody do something in a speedrun and then try and to apply replicate that it. to my game. Yep, try to replicate the strat. I have st- I have done a couple of different uh, skips or jumps in. Well, I was gonna say in in uh, Prey. <laughs> no, I haven't played Prey yet. Uh, in Zelda. Oh, nice. There's like this weird shield jump glitch thing that people do. It basically gets them a, a so ISG, double jump. ISG infinite shield infinite yeah. shield jump. Not that bad. ISG. It's not like fucking Knuckles in uh, <laughs> in Sonic Boom, the most broken game I think I've ever watched anybody play in my life. But if you're listening to this after the fact and HDQ is over, you missed out. But you only have to wait six months because every six months they have an event. Well, really, they, all they have to do is wait. Until the end of the stream, and then all of it will be available completely. That's true, but but they have a, a the next event will be summer games, and then they do awesome games, and then they do summer games, and then, and then they, do, they awesome do awesome games. games. <laughs> awesome games every winter, summer games every summer, yes. summer games every spring. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> summer we games, do winter games. Summer games every summer. Why don't they call WGDQ? It's, winter games done quick. It's just GDQ, or in this case, AGD. Awesome games done. Because quick. this is the original, and then the summer games done quick was the secondary event. <laughs> yeah. So this is the A. This is the event that started it, and then the B, the the B event is the summer event. Yeah. Now, segueing off of what you said about Metroid, this has nothing to do with speed running. Um, it actually has to do with music. Um, and I went to Magfest at the same time Chris was at Disney World. Magfest. Who had more fun? For those of you, that's debatable. <laughs> I don't know, man. Magfest, for those of you who I got that breakfast with know, Stitch. Um, is the Music and Gaming Festival. It's held every year um, close to D.C., really in Maryland, at the National Harbor. Um, at the Gaylord. Yes, at the Gaylord. <laughs> which is actually the name of a hotel chain. I didn't know that for a while. So I'm like, there's a, there's a lot of hotels out there just named Gaylord. <laughs> hotel, Motel, Holiday Inn. Um, but it's also a resort in the marina as well. There's literally like Yachts Pope like a mile away from where I am but um, while I was there I met up with a friend and had the privilege of going to a concert for a rapper who I just found out about at MAGFest she goes by the name of Samus with two M's so S-A-M-M-U-S she is a mix she does a lot of nerdcore rapping but also raps just a lot in general about her own life experience oh sorry to interrupt real quick was Ian Mm -hmm. there? I did not run into Ian, so I do not know. Yeah, okay. I did run into Ian the first year I went, and I think Ian did say something about this year. He didn't know whether or not he was going to be attending. So I think he's in Chicago now. Yeah, he lives in Chicago mm-hmm. now. Um, but Samus, like her set live, was amazing to begin with. She uses she uses a drummer and an actual bassist for her live sets. They're all part of a band. Um, I watched a lot of her music videos on YouTube. They're not bad at all. They're the same production quality you expect out of any AAA artist on an actual label. Um, I would recommend anybody who just into rap in general, especially nerdcore rap, about video games and stuff like that. She's worth checking out. Um, I didn't see too many other artists. What was her name there, again? But Samus. S A M M U S. 
which ironically, <laughs> the best part of her set is she does have a lot of raps. A lot of her Nerdcore raps are centered around Metroid. It's one of her favorite games. And she even had a uh, custom-made arm cannon built by a prop shop that she uses on stage in her music videos. That's cool. <laughs> so, she's pretty neat. Um, other than that, MAGFest was awesome. If you haven't been, I recommend you at least go once. I'm going to KatsuCon next month. Um, which is an that's where you convention. do cats, right? No, that's where uh, a bunch of weebs were in a hotel for for a weekend. That's <laughs> what you were just at, though. No, um, Magfest <laughs> is generally more cordial, and the running joke between Magfest and Katsukon is Katsukon is always worse. There Although I heard there pictures. was some some fucking bullshit going on in the hotels this year. Yeah, well, there were some actual pictures from like two Katsukons ago of holes actually like punched in hotel walls from Katsukon. Where is Katsukon? Um, it's at the same place at the Gaylord Hotel in uh, at the National Harbor. Is that not where is Otakon located now? Otakon is located at the DC Convention Center, which is in the main city of DC. Why do they like going in the city? I don't know. Go for outskirts. The, the easy thing about a, about a convention is is that if you have a convention center at a main city hub, which is accessible by public transportation, a lot more people are liable to make it to your convention. Oh yeah, Otakon was super easy to get to. Otakon is super easy to get to. What I meant, like when it was here, it was oh, super yeah. easy. Well, they did the for same us thing now. It's not super easy. We got to go further. Well, yeah. it's it you have to, to super go easy. Just further. cut across five lanes. Gosh, damn seconds. it, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> you just cut across five lanes of traffic on eighty three south. Skirts all the way across eighty three south. No, the um. Like Dave, that's our exit. Dave, the DC Dave. Convention okay. Center is still pretty easy to get to if you use the Mark train from Baltimore. Train. Yeah. I like trains. <laughs> I like the turtles. Mark train. Um, no, MAGFest was great. How great was it? On to video games. <laughs> we played what? Overwatch. We played some Overwatch. The start of the Overwatch League was this week. I, didn't I watch. actually watched a little bit. I didn't watch. Uh, fucking New York. The first game Not, was like 4 nothing. Yeah. It was like 4-0. <laughs> it was a shutout. Well, apparently a team... I think there the second a, game I heard was better. There was a big fuss of a team in the league um, because of how they played against another team, and I forget what the two teams are, but there was a YouTube video on this explaining how this team broke the traditional meta of Overwatch to win a match. All right, so currently in the lead is Los Angeles Valiant. They won two, lost none. Actually, they really only played. I think each team has only played two games. Only P. Yeah, it's basically the the top four are Los Angeles Valiant, London Spitfire, Seoul Dynasty, and New York Excelsior. I've been hearing a lot of people rooting for Excelsior, but I think it's mostly because it's. Yeah. So, a funny thing happened while I watched this game. I realized that the entire team for New York Excelsior. It was just a whole bunch of Korean dudes. <laughs> the I watched the game, their game against the Houston Outlaws, who looks like they lost both games, which is kind of sad. Um, who was just? It was actual just people from America. Uh, it's weird to me to see. I guess I'm. I should expect it from sports in general. They get whatever talent they can from wherever. Uh, but I, I guess part of me thought they were going to try and pull from local stuff. I guess because I don't understand sports, even in video game world, I was just thrown off by an entire team of people that aren't from here. I don't know. Does it make sense? Yeah, the entire team is Korean. 
Did you just look it up? Yep. Yeah. And I don't think they're the only team like that. That because well, I mean, you have Los Angeles, you have New York, Boston, Los Angeles. Wait, there's two Los Angeles teams: uh, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Houston, Dallas, Florida, and then the rest are you got London Seoul and um, Shanghai Dragons. Yeah, basically, what it looks like is that the team, when it was created, um, was created by the spot and the team were, were bought and owned and created by the same guy who actually owns the New York Mets. Really? Yeah. So you don't like Boston Uprising, right? I don't like Boston anything. <laughs> what about Boston Cream Pie? What about the PAX? <laughs> I like PAX East. What about Boston Cream Pie? And I, I, I stomach Boston for the week of PAX What about East. Mark Wahlberg? You aren't answering my question. Wait, Boston no, he's Cream from Pies? He's, yeah, he's from Boston. No, Mark Wahlberg is from Boston. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like Mark, Mark Wahlberg? I... I, I I'm you like Mark Wahlberg. I like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's but okay. Fuck Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Just say fuck New England. Nah, fuck the Patriots. Right in their eyes. Nah, they're they're winning today. Don't they're be. Gonna, they're gonna end up with a with a whole new shiny Super Bowl ring at the end of the season. And yeah, they can show it right gonna... up there. Ooh. <laughs> it's a cock ring for their boyfriend. <laughs> pretty sure that describes every win Tom Brady has. Dude's got enough Super Bowl rings to wear one on every finger on one hand. Didn't... <laughs> that's, like, that's a weird five. way to say that's that. Literally, that's a weird <laughs> way to say number five, Dude's baby. got five rings. <laughs> Unless he's missing the finger, we just don't know. <laughs> Dude's got six fingers. Once he gets this win... <laughs> that's how he has such a good grip on a ball. Um, yeah, let's, let's not talk about sports. Why are we talking about sports? Man, <laughs> no, Overwatch. Actually, I got rid of my copy of Madden. Good, because Madden sucks. That's alright. I'm waiting for the next Madden to come out where everything is monetized. <laughs> you have to, like, buy your favorite team. <laughs> they already are microtransactions in that game. They don't need to add more. But Dave's already spent more. enough of his money on You're going to have to buy it. your favorite team. You're going to have to buy, like, a helmet. Alternate jersey. jerseys. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's all going to be in loot so boxes. So, this week you guys played... More Overwatch and PUBG. PUBG is so, so fun. Man, I miss Minecraft. <laughs> PUBG made me want to destroy planets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thanos. Did you really have that bad of a day? Uh, well, I had a terrible time. No, he did good during the last game we played. Just the last one. Just yeah, the last because one. I sat because we sat in a fucking stairwell while I shot a bunch of people. <laughs> hey, man, camping is a legitimate strategy. No, um. Nate had a bad time, and the first probably like two games were his fault. The third game was the game's fault. Then the fourth game he balled out. The first game I did okay, and you balled out. You were in like the second to last circle. That's with true. like fifteen people left. No, the the thing that pissed me off about PUBG is I hate having someone in what I think is like a dead to right shot. Like, I've got them lined up, they're running in a straight line, I always believe that I'm supposed to be on target and supposed to hit them. I do, but it's never enough to down them, no matter if it's headshot or whatever else. It's never enough to actually kill them. As soon as they know where I'm shooting from, it's guaranteed that I'm going to be the one who dies in that situation. So, I have re resigned myself to never take a long range shot ever. Never take a shot out in the open. I will only shoot somebody if I find them in a building, and I know I'm going to kill them. And then he still dies. Well, what happened is he <laughs> took a shot at somebody out in the open during a, a game we were playing, and the highlights on on the stream, um, and he got taken away, taken out from afar. 
So I say, Nate, crawl back to me. I'll revive you. So I, I am. He's. We're up on a mountain, like a desert mountain, up on a cliff, basically. I say, crawl back, you know, because he's like on the plateau of the cliff. I say, crawl back here where they can't shoot you. I'll revive you. So he crawls back down to me. I res him. The circle's moving in. I say, all right, heal up. We got thirty seconds to move. He can't heal. What do you mean you can't heal? Nate, explain what happened. Well, I could heal. The issue was, is where I had crawled to is a piece of geometry where essentially three points meet. Oh, are you divot. saying that PUBG is still broken? Yes, yeah. it creates a divot. The issue is, is I crawled on this hole so that way Dave could res me and we were in cover while he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as he res me, I got stuck in this hole. My character was basically stuck in a perpetual jump loop and I couldn't get out. There was no flat footing that my character could find to jump out of this hole. Basically, he so was So I'm suspended. mashing my space bar. And he's like suspended jumping And my character's the doing air. the jump animation, and it maybe lets me get like a foot up, and then I immediately slide back down the hole oh, over wow. and over and over again. And that I keep sucks. doing this and keep doing this till the circle moves in and finally kills me. And that just pissed me off immensely. And what pissed me off more is that I had this guy lined up, ready to take shot. I was looking at him for like a good five minutes, because I told Dave where he was. So I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at him, and I've got a fucking SKS with, like, a four-time scope on it, and I'm hitting this dude, and he's just not going down, and some asshole hits me with a car 98K from God knows fucking where. Yeah. And those are the kinds of things that piss me off, is, like, if I had just not taken the shot, I would have probably been fine. But everyone says, no, go for the kill, go for the kill, you got this. There's no point in going for the kill for me in PUBG, because I can't shoot for a goddamn, I can't shoot for my life in that fucking game. It's just ridiculous, and it pisses me off every single time. The last game we played, though... Well, because we... it makes me feel like I'm a fucking toddler trying to learn how to play PUBG. Mm. Well, the problem is, like I've said before, that the game is still... It's not, a, you know, it's not really access anymore. We can't use that excuse. But the game is still very, no, very, fuck that. very this game unoptimized. Is, this game is still... A beta. Yeah, it's not I optimized. don't care that they've called it 1.0. Well, whether or not it's optimized, if you have someone in your sights and you take a legitimate shot at them, like, and you can't kill them, then that's just lack of skill. That isn't the game's not optimized and there was lag. There's You just didn't fucking hit the person. Skill's not the right word, though. <laughs> it's lack of practice. Well, that's the thing, is there is no practice in PUBG. Right. If I go into Overwatch, I can play against bots forever yep. and practice a character. Yep. If I go into PUBG, I have to play in a match with live people and risk getting killed pretty much instantly. You're right. There's no single player. There's no single player. There's no room to practice the weapons. And it's not like you have to learn recoil patterns or be a fucking guru of every weapon in PUBG. You just have to be able to be a fucking competent shot, which just doesn't happen. There are people who carry over skill from other FPSs that they've played for years before they play PUBG. They play CSGO. They play Call of Duty all the fucking time. I've got a a 40-hour-a-week job. That I work overtime on consistently. I don't have time to sit down, play with my dick, and learn how to shoot in PUBG all the time. And so there's just this ridiculous skill cap that the people who have, who have sat down and played this game over and over and over again and played literally nothing else are going to be the ones with chicken dinners every single time. Hey, we had a chicken dinner. <laughs> yes, we did. Sadly, it was not streamed. I got the clip. No. Oh, you got one again? Uh, no, I got the replay. Okay, cool. And the thing that I find myself most often doing is sitting around and spectating someone because I've died like in the first five minutes of a game. <laughs> so, for me, PUBG is is wearing off quickly. I regret currently spending $30 on it. I don't. I think the new map is great. I'm enjoying it more now than I have in the past. Oh, yeah? Yep. Cool. That's good. 
Maybe if this rumored single player mode ever gets launched, I'll play it some more. Oh, I haven't heard about any rumored single player. Yeah, this has been rumored single player for months. Yeah, this was a couple months ago. That's said. how much I actually, actually pay attention to the game E3, anymore. Actually, after E3, I think the yeah. player unknown came out and said that eventually there will be single player content. Cool. Yes. <clears throat> eventually. No. Well, there's a game very much like PUBG that's in a closed beta right now, soon to be released. Good called segue. Escape from Tarkov. Tarkovsky Tarkovsky. Um, Escape from Tarkov is a pretty neat-looking game. Um, I'll say that the trailers they released for it were, were awesome. The graphics in it look amazing. The sh gunplay in it looks pretty neat. Um, but basically, the premise of this game is it's very much like PUBG. It's very much about collecting loot, getting your character's kit up, and surviving as long as you can. The difference in Escape from Tarkov is there's two factions that you can play as. Um in this city that's basically been taken over by these giant mega corporations and people have kind of been left to fend on their own. So, the customization in Escape from Tarkov is ridiculous, especially for weapons. You can customize individual parts of your guns, which is neat for someone like me who's very much into guns. I mean, you can get like an AK and not just have a basic wood and metal AK, you can get new grips for it, you can get new stocks for it, you can put in new bolts, you can put in a new receiver, you can get brand new magazines for it. Um, the inventory management, is, I think, is what will turn a lot of people off because it's all slot-based, very much like Diablo, but you have to do things like, before you actually go out into the field, you have to load your magazines with individual rounds. <laughs> so you have to drag rounds from one part of your inventory and put them in a loaded magazine in another part of your inventory, then put that loaded magazine on your vest to carry, or in your backpack. Um, the other big risk of Escape from Tarkov is you can have a fully kitted character, but if you die with your operator, you have a chance, you can lose all of your gear. You have a chance to get it back, but it's not a very good chance, but you can literally lose everything that you've equipped, unless you buy uh, insurance for it. Which you can do in the game. Sounds pretty cool. Um, I'm looking it up right now, and it says yeah. the game takes place uh, in the fictional Norvinsk region around a special economic zone served as a gateway between Russia and Europe. Yep. So the set in Europe, uh, kind of like the original PUBG map. Uh, this attracted uh, corporations with dubious intent. Six months later, a massive corporation became ground zero for political scandal, which became an armed conflict involving Russian and UN peacekeepers. Civil war in Russia forced the terror group to hire USCEC uh, to hinder investigations while Bear, B-E-A-R, is created on orders by the Russian government. The player has the titular objective <laughs> titular, of escaping the <laughs> oh, city of Tarkov by working for one of these PMCs. Uh, in the current test build, players can choose to play as two of three factions available. So what you said about two factions yeah. is right because that's all that's playable right now. Apparently, yes. there's a third. Well, the third faction is scavengers, or what they call scavs. Scavs. Now, you can play as a scav, but it's a temporary thing. You can load up as a scav. You start with a random gear set to begin with. You also start with random health conditions, dehydration, food, all that stuff. So it's completely... It's basically you jump into the boots of a living, breathing person in this world. Gotcha. Um, as a scav, you can kill other operators. That's actually your main objective. Kill other operators, prevent them from escaping the city, and take their stuff. A portion of the things you take from other operators, you can then transfer back to your main character. Huh. Because of this, there's a lengthy cooldown on playing as a scav. So you can't just scab your way through the game, kit up your operator, and then go wreck shop. That makes sense. Um, you can't just play scav every day. Yes, there's also a story-driven element to the game. Um, there's a secret for the mega corporation that was involved in the political struggle. As the USEC guys, the U.S. forces basically, 
you're trying to hide that. You're trying to gather the information, basically burn the evidence, and get the hell out. As Bear, because you're the Russian operatives, you're trying to find the evidence find the loot and, and burn the company. And, and extract the, yes. extract the information. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, the game also says that it sports a skill tree with perks and various upgrades. Yep. Um, it's going to be released as a traditional full purchase release, neither free-to-play or microtransaction elements. Nice. Yes. Yay! It doesn't have, from what I've seen in the closed beta, there are no microtransactions in the game at all. That's everything, what I just said. Yes. For everything now. you play through, everything you get in the game, you've earned on your own. The game, I believe, at the standard edition right now, launches at $45. If you buy it now, you get instant access to the closed beta. I think the closed beta is over. Um, I think it's been... Uh, it was over uh, after the summer. Well, I watched people play it on Twitch last night, so... Oh, well, then maybe <laughs> not. Um, from what I understand, that there was an NDA... Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there were some limits between gameplay and streaming, yes. but it seems like that's ended now. Yeah, well, yes, that's ended. You can still get access to the closed beta by pre-ordering the game, basically. Cool. They have four different editions. Each of them comes with different gear you get, basically, by getting these editions. I think the most expensive one is 150 bucks right now. That's what I heard, four different editions. Um, but the base game is 45 bucks, and even by pre-ordering that, you still get some pretty neat stuff. You start, They start you off with, like, a gun. Based on the faction you pick, you get a neat handgun based on the faction you pick. You get some extra money for in-game purchases. Cool. And stuff like that. So, the, uh... It looks like it's only coming to PS4. Oh. Yeah. It's on PC. It's on PC and PS4. Oh, okay. As long as it's on PS4, or, uh, PC, I'm okay. The, um... For me, it's a... It's a nice Switch... It's a PUBG-like game that's a nice switcher from PUBG. It is first-person only. The other interesting thing is the game has no HUD. So there's no heads up display. There's no heads up display. Your ammo counter is you checking your magazines. <laughs> so really? you'll do like yes. There's actual. They took mocap from actual tier one operators in the field. Like these are U.S. Marine Special Forces guys, Spetnaz guys, KGB hmm. guys that they hired to come in and do mocap one. And so one of the coolest things they saw on the stream is this guy does what's called a press check on his handgun. A press check is when you take the slide of your handgun, you grip the top of the frame. And you will press it backwards just slightly to check the chamber to see if there's a round in there. So that way you're not cycling the gun fully. Nice. So he does that. Another guy does does a chamber check on his AK. He pulls back on the on the charging handle, checks the chamber, or he actually yanks the mag out completely and just checks it to see if there's rounds in it. So you'll have moments in the game where it's like, you know that you're going to go into a building or something or you heard something far away. You're going to be rapidly checking all your gear. Make sure that your guns are loaded. Make sure that you're not fucking bleeding from anywhere. That kind of stuff. The location-based damage is also really detailed in that, like, if you get shot in the leg, you will begin to limp until you patch your leg up for a decent amount of time. Um, if you get shot in the arm, your aim will be off. If you get shot in the head, well, obviously you're just going to fucking die. Um, that's all in there. It's, it's a mix between your typical survival game where you have to worry about your actual human resources, like Seven Days to Die was with dehydration and stuff, and then just playing PUBG, which is surviving by moving through the area and making sure you don't get shot. <laughs> I think it's going to be a neat game. I'm looking forward to uh, buying it. And you're right, the default standard edition of the game is $45. Yep. So for $45 for a game that looks this quality, that's not a bad price to me. Especially <laughs> if it guarantees I'm getting extra stuff when I start. Yeah. The Left Behind edition. Oh my god. For seventy five dollars. That's those are always the annoying things with with early access games. Is like gives hey, you increased stash size and additional equipment and resources in your stash. So Nate, nope. that right there, 
what he's reading off, the fact mm-hmm. that you can buy a different version of the game that gets you extra it's stuff. A little bit pay to win. It makes me see. It makes me feel like eventually they go, are going to add microtransactions. It does. It makes me wary. For a hundred dollars, um, you get a greatly increased stash. Yeah. A lot of additional equipment. A stash? Does it just come in fuller? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then initially you get a good standing with all in-game traders. Yep. I'm guessing they have a reputation system similar they to like, World have, of Warcraft. They do have oh, a okay. style rep system with traders. Yeah, well, they, you can get good standing automatically when you buy the $100 version. Yep. And then Edge of Darkness Limited Edition for Escape from Tarkov is a digital copy, a huge stash. A yep. huge stash. A huge like lot of additional <laughs> equipment and resources. Let me read this. Yes. You get a tomahawk. Gerber downrange tomahawk. Gerber baby food? Two tactical rigs. Gerber is a knife maker. <laughs> two backpacks. I can only wear one at a time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, with that update. 12 pistol mags, 180 pistol bullets, three pistols, nine magazines, 150 more ammo, canned meat, bottled water, med kits, splints, 400,000 rubles. I guess that's currency. Rubles. $3,000 more currency. Yep. Morphine injector, grizzly first aid kit. Yeah, if you're getting silencers, getting sniper money. rifle. Yeah, that's crazy. Body armor. Yes. Basically, people who pay more will have a better starting position in the game. That will eventually trickle off as they add microtransactions. Well, no, it'll get tri- it'll trickle <laughs> off based on how many times they get killed. If they're just bad players and they get killed early on, it sounds lose like that. The, that it sounds with. like that that stuff though is in the stash. Yeah. Meaning that there is going to be a bank, so to speak, where you can put stuff well, yes. safely that you won't lose There is a die. stash in the game where you will... It's like Division almost, where if you spend any time in the PvP zones in Division, the Dark Zone, the idea is not necessarily to just go in and then leave. You're actually actively trying to complete objectives and kill other players to get loot, but then you have to go somewhere to extract said loot. If you get killed during extraction, well, you just dropped everything you tried to get out anyway. The same thing happens in Escape to Tarkov is you will be trying to escape the city ultimately, but it's a pacing thing where you will be going back and forth trying to get out. The other thing that I like about the $140 edition of the game is you get all subsequent DLC for free, so you get season pass basically, but it also says you get a unique in-game ID. I don't know what that means. I'm not sure what that is either. But apparently you get maybe some some type of annotation next to your name to, to say you're a badass. No, I think it will be a neat game at least See, in the look beginning. Look at me edition. I'm going to wait until after... I'll look into it. I'll look it up. Escape yeah. from Tarkov. Looks cool as fuck. I'm going to watch Escape some more Tark- streams. Scopsy. Maybe wait till after it's launched to see how the full version runs and plays. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, to say the least, it'll be interesting. I think playing a scav is probably going to be one of the more fun parts of it. Because a scav just offers you more of a challenge. You're not as outfitted as you are with your normal operator. And you start with just random nonsense conditions but uh yeah that sounds cool interesting new game Mm -hmm. i don't know i i'm ready for some new games uh i'm actually right now uh i guess we could kind of end on this because it's a little mini thing uh nintendo after the own the fans themselves Mm -hmm. fucked them over on on hyping something up that was never guaranteed to us to begin with uh, Nintendo dropped a mini direct, and by mini I mean 15 minutes. minutes. Uh, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. No announcement ahead of time. It was literally uploaded it, to YouTube. It was leaked by GameStop, wasn't it? Uh, there were a couple of different leaks. 
Uh, the first one being the fee game plan from EA. EA? <laughs> Ubisoft? Somebody. Mm-hmm. One of the companies. Uh, on their like projection for how they're going to put out the game, one of the announcements was supposed to be during a Nintendo Direct in January. So that was like, okay, makes sense, cool. That was an early leak. That was really early. That was before... That was from months ago. I think it was October, maybe? Yeah. Nudie Magazine Day? Um, but basically, we got a nice list of upcoming games coming in the early part of uh, 2018. Fuck, it's 2018. That still feels weird saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me double check. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm talking about the, the day of the direct launch... GameStop tweeted early in the morning about, you know, we're waiting, we're Reggie. Oh, yeah, and no, it they said gift. it was the day before. It was, like, 40 minutes until the, the, the uh, until Direct. it dropped or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and there's a, there was a Reggie gift, atta- a Reggie gift attached to the tweet. Yeah. And uh, then they deleted it. So, basically, the biggest parts that were announced, um, they, they showed announced off... announced a lot of games. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It, a lot of people are complaining because it wasn't anything huge, but... The biggest quote-unquote reveal that kind of got spoiled was Dark Souls being remastered, coming to the Switch. Yeah, that it's got, also coming that got to the other two. The, it's coming to other consoles as well, but the fact that it was coming to the Switch. Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> game I'm never gonna play. Dialogue Souls. Uh, Kirby Battle Royale. Not Dark Kirby Souls Battle Royale. Kirby. I have Dark Souls for free on the Xbox. Still. Everybody has it for free. Everybody who's had Xbox Live for the last five years. I actually played a fair years. fair amount to it. I got up to the fucking Capra Demon. Capra Demon. The what? what? Yes. There's I, a there's a boss in the game called the Capra Demon. You actually encounter him kind of randomly in this very small room. The uh, worst part about fighting him is two dogs also spawn in this room that have poison attacks. If you get poisoned in this game, you just dead. just just accept the fact that you are going to die. You dead. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> okay. Back to Nintendo. Yes. Uh, obviously, Fee because it was the leaked game that everybody knew about. Dark Souls Remastered, which is a lot of people are excited about it. Donkey Kong! Donkey Kong Country Donkey Tropical Kong. Freeze is coming to Nintendo Switch with the addition of uh, what's his name? Funky Kong? Funky Kong. He's Funky got Kong. unlimited roll, unlimited underwater barrel roll attack thing. Sounds like a speedrunner's dream. He Yeah, yeah basically. Uh, he's practically impossible to die. Um, He's OP as fuck. So basically this is baby mode on yeah, Donkey Kong. It's, no, no, I mean, it really is. Nintendo yeah. has amazing games, and they also know how to make it so you can start young. You can be tricked into thinking you're good at games. <laughs> uh, and that's why I'm okay with it, because it is supposed to be for a younger yes. audience. You're like, okay, here's, you had fun in Tropical Freeze, here's Dark Souls. <laughs> you God. Payday uh, <laughs> 2. Payday 2. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not uh, sure how I feel about Payday 2 on the Switch. Nobody feels anything about Payday 2 because that Considering company that like, group is Considering on Xbox, the game is hard enough on the harder difficulties. Playing on that tiny screen on the Switch, you can play it on so full screen. Uh, Mario Plus Rabbids DLC. They announced the new character of Donkey Kong, which kind of was not a surprise to people since one of the villains is a uh, rabid Donkey Kong. Nice. Um, rabid, as in the bunny, not yes. like he has rabies. Uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong rabies. A couple handful of like stupid <laughs> fighting games. I had this dream once. <laughs> yeah, this dream once. Uh, Luigi's Balloon World coming to Super Mario Odyssey. I feel like Luigi is how Nintendo introduces whole new worlds into the Mario like mythos. It's not really a world though, that's the thing. It's this weird, like almost like a speedrunner thing where you have 30 seconds to hide a balloon in the most obscure place that you can figure out. And then people are given 30 seconds to find your it's balloon. It's prop hunt on the Switch. Kinda. Uh, it, it looks really fun. I kind of want to try it out. Um, 
Mario Tennis Aces. Yep. We're getting a, a good, what looks like a good Mario Tennis game. A Mario Tennis with a story mode like there was on yeah. Game Boy. Yep. Um, Hyrule, the Hyrule Warriors game is coming as a definitive edition. Nice. Uh, I'll play Hyrule Warriors. Kirby Battle Royale, I don't really care too much about because it's a 3DS game. They did show off a lot for Kirby or Kirby Star Allies, mm-hmm. which is the big Kirby game. And Dave, me and you played Epic Yarn, right? Uh, something like that. Pretty you sure. played Epic Yarn. I happened to watch you play Epic Yarn. Motherfucker, you had Player 2. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, but Player 2 is like a bullshit. You're like... You get to be yarn, I get to be like the eyes or something. No, you were a thing. You just couldn't have yarn abilities like me. Yeah, I was the fucking eyes. So you, we're definitely playing this together, though. Well, that's like playing Maybe. two Mario Odyssey two players. Is one you of you is Mario, the, hat. the other person is the hat. The hat's the problem cool, is is sticking up between the person and the hat. Like, <laughs> like I stop! Am looking, I need to jump on you. I am looking at an enemy. Would you please throw yourself at him before he kills uh, us? <laughs> they announced the next two waves of Pokemon Tournament DLC. Yep. Uh, starting with that weird sword shield Pokemon, which I really liked. I played Gar- the shit with Guard War. No, that's a that's plant a plant Pokemon. based Pokemon. Uh, that's the sexy are they plant Pokemon. The, are they putting yes? Are they putting Honedge in Pokemon tournament? Uh, the, evo- the evolved Honage, yes. version. Yeah. Okay. Um, with oh crap, I can't remember who that one. The two support Pokemon are for that Rayquaza in the second yes. one. Um, and then, for asking. part two is going to be ba- uh, Blastoise, Mew, and uh, Celebi. Nice. But the two biggest things to me... From the direct? Yes. The World Ends With You final mix. Yep. That does sound it's cool. A, it's a 2D or a DS game That's where we... that I always wanted to play. But because I have old man eyes and I didn't want to look at a DS screen, <laughs> I never touched it. This is true. It's coming to the Switch. I never played it either. And... I played the demo because they put it out for free, and I can't fucking wait for it. Yes. Dragon Quest Builders. <laughs> it is just a Dragon Quest game mixed with Minecraft. Fuck that. See, and I already Dragon love it. Quest before. There were there there were two Dragon Quest games came out for the 3DS. Oh no, I didn't play 3DS. You played Old Man Eyes. One game you played is one faction. The other game you played is the other faction. Fairly default. I think you're no. talking about. Red or uh, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem is what I'm talking about. Oh, hey, I was right. <laughs> I think you're talking about something there's, else. So there I are am those talking two. about something you're, else. You're playing both factions, and then there's a third one yeah. that is another faction, I think. I think you start scabs. out as a neutral. And you Fire scabs. Quest scabs. Oh, my God. You play a scabs. You kill the main character, you steal his loot. <laughs> so overall, though, like a lot of people complain that it was a small direct. Uh, I'm excited because I look at it like this. They're getting the small stuff out of the way. Uh, I'm hoping after 2017, the year of the return of Nintendo, (laughs) we can have them continue into a good year? Another good year? Yeah. Well, like I said, that people are actively porting stuff to the Switch, and now people are going to start developing things for the Switch. Yeah. Yep. So go inside and play your Switch. Or outside. Or anywhere. Because it's a fucking Switch. You want a plane like I did. I did that? No, I didn't. I played it in the lobby and then I watched Troll Hunters. Or at work like I do sometimes. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. As always, I've been your host, Chris. Uh, You can follow us on all the social medias. I don't remember how to do this. It's been a while. 
<laughs> Just look for Space Time Taco. Look for Space Time Taco. Everywhere. Look for us on Twitch um, Monday and AGDQ Wednesdays. just passed 1.8 million. Oh, awesome. Uh, side note, because they're also supported by them, and now we can technically be supported because we are now Humble Partners. Dope. So if you'd like, check out the Humble Bundles and the Humble Store and the Humble Monthly with the link in the doobly-doo. Link dump. Link dump. You support us, and you support whatever you put that money towards, because they help a lot of charities. Yep. Uh, and just, you know, why and not announce it now? We are planning on doing another extra live stream, but that's not for another nine months. Yes. Uh, I only know that because I set the thing up already today. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Uh, that's because the link only worked until the end of last year. Yep. So, again, I have been Chris. Dave. And Nate. Go inside and play video games. Deuces. God damn it. <laughs> Just take a piece from another podcast and put it at the end of this one. How many times have I said peace? Just save it as a separate spliced audio clip and just dump it at the end of every one. <laughs> just put, my son just told me he's gay. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. My son just told me he's gay. If you watch the VOD, it's there. I'm recording until you yell peace. I did already. Oh, I did say deuces. Fuck. <laughs> we'll cut out a lot of other shit. Peace!